0: what is up everyone it's quinn here and in this video i'm going to be going through my week 10 quarterback start sits so talking about every starting quarterback in all 14 week 10 matchups and then listing them as either a start, fringe option, or a sit. Starts are going to be your mid to high-end QB1s. The quarterbacks you feel very confident throwing into your lineup this week. The fringe options, these are gonna be more of your back-end QB1s, your high-end QB2s, and then sits, obviously players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. We're gonna dive right into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Panthers taking on the Bears. Looking at the Panthers here, I am going to be sitting Bryce Young. Some people may be tempted to fire him up as a streaming option because of the matchup against the Bears. For me, I still can't get there. This Panthers offense around him is really just not cutting it. He's coming off a pretty rough game against the Colts, so he's going to be a pretty clear sit for me. For the Bears, this is obviously going to depend on who the starting quarterback is. If Justin Fields is good to go, I'm going to fire him up as a very confident start. If they're going back to Bajan, Bajent is definitely going to be a sit for me. I, as a Bears fan, I hope we're getting Fields for this one. Um... And as an NFL fan, watching Bryce Young face off against Bajan probably isn't going to be the most entertaining thing. So hopefully we get Justin Fields. If we get him, I will be starting him. Now moving over to Sunday, we have the Colts taking on the Patriots. Not a super great quarterback matchup for fantasy. Going to be sitting both Gardner Minshew and Mac Jones. I feel like those are pretty clear at this point in the season. The next matchup is going to be a divisional game between the Browns and the Ravens. For the Browns, I debated between a fringe option and a sit for Deshaun Watson. I ended up settling with fringe. It is a really tough matchup here against the Ravens. We just saw them completely shut down the Seahawks offense. But when we look at Deshaun Watson this season, he has played, I believe, four games, not including the one where he was injured um, early on, and he's only had one bad game um, you know, out of those four. So he has been a decent option for fantasy. Obviously, I don't love it going up against the Ravens, but I do think he's playable as probably like a high-end QB2 this week. And then for the Ravens, I understand Lamar Jackson has been a little bit underwhelming, and it's kind of this weird contrast because from a real-life NFL perspective, he has been one of maybe if not the best quarterback in the NFL this season. But from like a fantasy perspective, he hasn't been asked to put together a lot of four quarter games, you know, because they've been in control of a lot of matchups. They've been able to kind of run the ball out to close it out. So his fantasy production hasn't been like that high end QB1 production. I still think you fire him up as a start, even in a tough matchup. I honestly think maybe these tougher matchups are even going to end up having Lamar Jackson give you better fantasy production because he's actually maybe playing from behind in some of these or just having to, you know, consistently throw the ball and be a big factor throughout all four quarters. The next game is going to be the Texans taking on the Bengals and I have both these quarterbacks as solid starts this week. For the Texans, you have C.J. Stroud just coming off of an absolute masterclass potentially the best quarterback performance of the entire season. He's gonna be a start for me. Obviously coming off that boom game is gonna skew his point per game numbers a little bit, but I do believe he's currently the quarterback three in points per game. Even prior to his huge week nine, he had still been a very solid weekly option. So I like CJ Stroud as a start. And then same thing for Joe Burrow, coming off the bye week um, a few weeks ago, he has looked great, looks like he's completely healthy, had a nice game against the Bills. I think you fire him up as a start with a lot of confidence. The next game is going to be the 49ers taking on the Jaguars. Now, for the 49ers, I know Brock Purdy has kind of struggled a little bit leading into the bye, but from a fantasy perspective, he's still kind of been fine, and he's been a solid fantasy option all season long. This Jaguars matchup has been pretty friendly to opposing quarterbacks, so I'm going to have Brock Purdy as a solid start probably going to be somewhere in like the QB8, QB9 territory, but still a mid-tier QB1 this week. And then for the Jaguars, um, I have Trevor Lawrence as a fringe play. I'm not overly scared of this 49ers matchup. They actually haven't been great at stopping opposing quarterbacks over the past few weeks, but Trevor Lawrence really hasn't flashed like that mid to high-end QB1 production so far. So, I think he's more of a fringe QB1 play this week. Shifting over to the Saints Vikings matchup, I think if you're really desperate at the quarterback position, both of these guys are potentially playable. But for me, I'm going to have them both listed as fringe options. For uh, the Saints here, I mean, Derek Carr is barely like a fringe QB2, so his production has not been super consistent. For the Vikings, we have Josh Dobbs coming off of a very impressive debut with the Vikings. Is he going to carry that over into this game against the Saints? Who knows? Um, We saw some solid games with the Cardinals. We also saw some pretty low floor games. So we don't know what the consistency is gonna look like. I will say that if Justin Jefferson plays in this game, I would have Dobbs as a fringe option, but it doesn't look like Jefferson is trending towards playing. So I'm gonna have Dobbs as a sit. I'm also gonna have both of the quarterbacks in this next matchup as sits between the Packers and the Steelers. Jordan Love had a really impressive start to the season fantasy-wise. That has not carried over to the last four-ish weeks. The production has not been there. This offense hasn't looked great. Um, And he also draws a decently tough matchup here against the Steelers. They've been in the bottom half in terms of points allowed to the quarterback position in terms of allowing the uh, fewest points. So Jordan Love is going to be a sit. And then Kenny Pickett, I mean, really not fantasy relevant in one quarterback leagues. Next is going to be the Titans taking on the Buccaneers. And I think both of these quarterbacks qualify as fringe options for the uh, Titans here. Will Levis kind of came back down to earth a little bit last Thursday night but he still looked pretty impressive, at least in my opinion. We just saw the Buccaneers get absolutely shredded by CJ Stroud. They have not done a great job of stopping opposing fantasy quarterbacks. So I do think that Will Levis is like a nice high-end QB two play this week. And then for the Buccaneers, I feel like Baker Mayfield is just consistently like a nice fringe option when we have a lot of these teams on by. We have three pretty fantasy relevant quarterbacks not playing this week. So I do think Baker could slide in there and uh, fill in that QB1 spot. Shifting over to the Falcons-Cardinals matchup. For the Falcons, I like Taylor Heineke in terms of supporting his fantasy weapons, but I don't wanna be playing him in my fantasy lineups, even if he does draw a pretty nice matchup here against the uh, Cardinals. Then for the Cardinals, looks like we're finally gonna get Kyler back. Excited to see how he looks. They've really taken their time with him, so I don't think this is a situation where he's gonna like come back and be playing super passive, super limited. I feel like he's gonna come in play at a decently high level. I think he's a nice fringe option. We'll see what we get, but I do think you could do worse than Kyler um, as your QB1 this week. Next up, a nice quarterback matchup here between the Lions and the Chargers. For the Lions, I think you fire up Jared Goff as a solid start. He's been a very nice fantasy option this season, and he draws a nice matchup here against the Chargers. For the Chargers, Justin Herbert coming off a not-so-great fantasy game against the Jets. Kind of a weird game script thing where they go up early jets obviously have a tough defense they're also not super incentivized to go super pass heavy when they're uh you know already ahead he draws a better matchup this week against the lions lions are probably going to be able to put up points against this chargers defense could turn into somewhat of a shootout so i like justin herbert a lot more uh this week then in a divisional matchup between the giants and the cowboys i mean for the giants here daniel jones out for the season tyrod taylor out Tommy DeVito um, appears to be the guy who's going to continue to uh, play as I guess they're now QB1 moving forward. He is a very, very clear sit. Don't think there's any doubt about that. And then for the Cowboys, um, Dak Prescott coming off a very impressive game against the Eagles. I like that spot for Dak. I believe I had him listed as a start last week. For me, he's going to be a fringe here against the Giants. And the Giants have actually been pretty tough as a defense in terms of stopping opposing fantasy quarterbacks. This also just seems like a game that's probably going to get out of hand pretty quickly, which means Dak may not have to have a ton of passing volume to really produce. So I think he's more of a back-end QB1 this week. So still someone who's fine in your lineup, but not someone who I'm like overly stoked to uh, actually play. Shifting over to the Commanders-Seahawks game for the Commanders here, I feel like Sam Howell was right on the edge between a fringe option and a start. He's been a back-end QB1 in terms of his points per game, but that includes quarterbacks like Richardson and Kirk Cousins, who are obviously no longer going to be playing. So Sam Howell's been very solid in your lineups. I think you could go back and forth. I definitely think he's playable here against the Seahawks. And then I did consider a fringe option for Geno here because the Commanders have been giving up a ton of points to opposing fantasy quarterbacks. But Gino just hasn't played at a high enough level for me to really even want to play him in my lineup as like a streaming option. production has not been there he is outside the top 24 quarterbacks in terms of points per game so maybe this is a get right game but i'm gonna have to see it first before i actually want to rely on geno in my fantasy lineup then on sunday night football we have a pretty gross quarterback matchup here jets taking on the raiders i think we can all agree zach wilson and o'connell are both going to be pretty clear sits and then the final game of the week the broncos taking on the bills for the Broncos, I could see an argument for Russell Wilson being a fringe option. He does draw a tough matchup against the Bills. I believe they're bottom three in terms of points per game allowed to the quarterback position. So Russ is gonna end up being a sit for me for the Bills. Obviously, you're gonna fire up Josh Allen as a high-end QB1. And that's gonna wrap it up for all the week 10 quarterback matchups. If you guys enjoyed the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Check out my tight end start sits, which will be posted today. And then the running backs and wide receivers were posted yesterday. But thank you all for stopping by. I will see you in the next one.